You are listening to the QSR Web Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the QSR Web Podcast. I'm your host, QSR Web Editor Shelley Whitehead. And, you know, a lot of us sit around and swap our great ideas about how to right a societal injustice or help a worthy cause, but very few of us ever rise to the occasion and do something about it. But it can be and is done every day and in this very restaurant industry. In fact, with the Arkansas-based hunger-fighting brand Tacos for Life, on today's show, half of the husband and wife team behind the brand, Austin Samuelson, checks in to talk about doing good by doing tacos well. Are you a supplier or a brand working to elevate the customer experience? The Interactive Customer Experience Association connects brands, suppliers, agencies, and more who are working to create transcendent customer experiences. Let's work together to create a better customer experience ecosystem for us all. Join the ICX Association today at icxa.org. Okay, thanks for coming back because we start off this podcast with a sobering fact that should make all of us sit up and take notice and make a pledge to do something about it. And that fact is that every day on this planet, more than 6,200 youngsters die due to starvation. It's really a hard thing to get your head around. But one couple who tried to a few years back Ashton and Austin Samuelson ultimately decided they absolutely had to do something about it. Today, half of that team, Austin Samuelson, is here to tell us about how that aforementioned number and other facts around the reality of childhood hunger globally ultimately created what is now actually a very hot and up and coming Mexican QSR called simply Tacos for Life. And welcome, Austin. Thanks for having me on the podcast, Shelley. It's such a delight to have you here. Now, if you could please take us back to 2014, when you and Ashton were just first considering this, and tell us why a Mexican restaurant brand and why this particular mission centered around childhood hunger. Yeah, so really, if you rewind even a few years further back than that is really where it started for Ashton and I. We were newly married. We uh, were doing life and and just enjoying, we were enjoying uh, just a a new life as as a couple. And we heard a statistic one day, though, that just rocked our world. And at that time, this was back in 2009, the, the number that we heard was 18,000 children die every day from starvation. Now, you mentioned today is 6,200. So there's a lot of encouragement to take in the fact that uh, there are really good things going on that's, that's helping and bringing that number down. And ultimately, we believe it can become zero. But at that time, we heard 18,000 children were dying every day from starvation. And it, it just really, it, it hit us pretty hard. And at first, we didn't know what to do about it. We, uh, we talked about it quite often. We found ourselves doing some research and learning. We both love to eat. Uh, we were very obsessed with food, and we wanted to do something, but we really didn't know what to do. And uh, one day, uh, fast forward, you know, a couple years uh, into the future or closer to us, and we uh, we were talking about it again, and we started talking about Tom's Shoes. 
And that's the shoe brand, you know, for every shoe they sell, they give a shoe away. And I, I said, I made this comment to Ashton. I said, Ashton, we should do that with a restaurant. You know, how hard could that be? And I'll tell you, Shelly, the, <laughs> the, uh, the irony in that is, um, and for probably all of your listeners, they're probably rolling their eyes because they know how hard that could be. But for us, <laughs> we had never worked in a restaurant before. So we had no clue. The only experience we had was going through the drive through you know. So anyhow, <laughs> lo and behold, after about 12 months of, you know, from that little idea, uh, we ended up opening our first restaurant, which, which was actually a pizza restaurant. And uh, we opened it up and it was just a, it was a grand ex- experiment. Um, we had no clue what we were doing. It was, uh, it was a really fun time. And we learned a lot and, and worked a whole lot um, and, and just had a lot of fun. But we found in that, we found that, oh, this can, this can work. And after about a year and a half of running the pizza restaurant, we decided to try it with another food type. We wanted to open a second location, and we are obsessed with tacos. And we gave it a try with tacos, and that was in 2014. And we learned very quickly that, at least here where we are in central Arkansas, people love tacos. And they loved the creative twist that we were putting on tacos. We were really, we like to mix kind of your familiar down-home southern favorites and put it on a tortilla. And uh, we started doing that, and uh, we went from raising about 300 meals a day at that first pizza restaurant to over 1,000 a day with that second Tacos for Life. And we learned really quickly, wow, we can help provide a lot of meals doing that. So that's where it all came from. It really came from a lot of ignorance, actually, because we just thought, how hard could it be to open a restaurant? So we've since learned the truth to that fact, (laughs) but it's been a really fun ride, and we're just blessed to uh, have been able to go on it. And we just passed the 10 million meal mark that are, you know, and we don't raise them. Our guest raises all the meals. Every time they come in and purchase a taco, a portion of their proceeds provides a meal for a child in need, for a child who is on the brink of, uh, that might be the only meal they get that day. So it's been a lot of fun. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So kudos to you all. And, um, you know, there is something to be said for ignorance and the ignorance of youth that we all have, you know, because it, it doesn't prevent us from doing the stupid things that end up being great things. So um, today, in fact, the stupid thing that became a great thing is up to, what, 16 locations and all your customers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We're about to open number 16 in Tulsa, our first uh, Oklahoma location. And it is... uh, we're still pinching ourselves. We can't believe it. So it's incredible. Well, now, and I also understand those stores are turning out something like 22 cents a meal purchase to feed and get food to hungry kids, right? That's correct. Okay. That is an impressive result with 10 million meals uh, in under five years. So please tell us, what do you believe is the rocket fuel that's propelling this brand and its mission forward? I think it's a couple things, Shelley. I think uh, we have a, a phenomenal team that works really hard every day, and we work really hard to put together food that is craveable, that's packed with flavor. And we love being in the taco space because my, my wife likes to say it really well. The tortilla is just a canvas. You know, you can do so much. And you can, you can provide these really fun, unique flavor opportunities um, in a taco. And, and that's a lot of fun. And so I think that's, that has a big part to do with it. Our team focuses hard on delivering that. And then 
at the same time, being able to share that story with our guests and being able to tell them that, hey, you know, you're going to go eat lunch today. Thank you for choosing us. By the way, you bought two tacos, and that's going to provide two nutritious meals for children. And, uh, and, and it could make a world difference in their lives. So thank you for that. And I got to say the highlight of my job is whenever I get to tell that to like a five-year-old because <laughs> children, they, they, it's, it's just such a simple concept. You know, their taco provides a meal for a kid their age and they get it and you can see the, the light bulb go off in their head when they, when they realize that, oh my goodness, there are children that, you know, are less fortunate than I am that might not eat today. You know, that's a pretty sobering fact. But then when they realize that I got to do something to help them, it's just incredible. So I think it's that, that combination there of uh, we work very hard on the food. The food's got to be good. We try to be very innovative with it. But then we, we work really hard to tell that story and really thank our guests. Our guests, they're the ones that are, that are the heroes in this whole thing. They're the ones that have raised those 10,000 mils. So that's, I, I think you combine those two things together and really cool things happen. Yeah, and you're really starting something in those kids, uh, too. So um, I can see why that energizes you. You know, the the food at Tacos for Life really is innovative and wide-ranging, including, I guess, a little bit of everything from eggplant and tofu and blackened Mai Mai tacos to, let's see, Korean barbecue and fried green tomato concoctions. So I'm wondering, how was the menu developed and why was the choice made to cross that, shall we say, dining preference spectrum from plant-based preferring patrons to all the way to the media steak lovers? (laughs) Well, I think we could say all kinds of really nice things, but at the end of the day, my wife and I just like to eat. We like to eat all different <laughs> kinds of food. So a lot of the menu started from that, and we had good friends that, uh, you know, it started, Shelly, we were, we were just cooking these recipes in our apartment, our, our two-bedroom apartment, and we would, uh, you know, just try different things every day, and we wanted to have a variety so that anybody could participate in the mission here. So, you know, like my dad, for instance, he's going to get the fried chicken taco every time because... He loves his fried chicken. And, you know, my wife, she's going to get, you know, the tofu taco because she loves our tofu. And so it can cross this broad range. And I, that's to me, that's one of the, the really enjoyable aspects to having a taco restaurant is you can there's just infinite possibilities of what you can do there with the food. So it's really fun to be able to meet different people's needs and dining preferences and allow them to participate in the mission. Uh, and that's that was one of the motivating factors with exploring the taco space. Is is there an opportunity with your individual menu offerings themselves to connect the food that you offer to the mission of feeding the hungry? Just by the subject yeah. itself? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, what we say every time you come in and I was just I just left one of our stores and I heard the gentleman as I was walking out he counted how many tacos the person ordered. He, he brought everybody in his office and ordered lunch. He said, wow, you guys just ordered eight tacos. That's eight meals. Thank you so much. You know, and I think having that where it's, it's that one for one aspect, it's not a percentage. I think it really connects and resonates with people. And uh, it's, it's just very tangible. It, it doesn't take, uh, it doesn't take a lot of thinking to figure it out, you know? Do you, I'm wondering if you feel like your customers might be more loyal than they would if the brand didn't connect so strongly 
with this mission? And if so, how do you kind of use that to propel both goals forward, the restaurant and the mission? Yeah, I, def- I definitely agree that we have a leg up there from a loyalty standpoint. We we have some of the most loyal guests, and uh, it, it blows my mind how frequently some of our folks eat with us and how faithful they are uh, to the um, the whole concept of, of making a difference with their purchases. So it definitely does. I, I would say also uh, the food has to be really good, and, and we work so hard there to try to deliver you know, a product that's good. We do seasonal menus. So you mentioned one of our seasonal items right now is the fried green tomato taco. And it is uh, really, really good. And, you know, here in the South, we love our fried green tomatoes. But we're, we're always looking for those opportunities to continue to, you know, keep the, keep the menu fresh, keep everyone engaged uh, so that they, they can feel really excited about, you know, hey, I want to go eat really good food, and I want to make a difference. It, it can't be one or the other for us, you know, so we invest equally in both. And then we make sure we have those conversations with the guests uh, that, that thanks them for providing those meals. So it's a, it's a dual effort um, situation there. How do you get the, the meals to, I mean, what is the mechanism that you use to get meals to those in yep. need? That's a great question. You know, a lot of people ask, so are you guys sending tacos, you know, overseas? And uh, I travel to Africa frequently, and the the idea of explaining the concept of a taco to someone in a remote area of Africa is a really fun process to try to do. Uh, so that, we, no, we're not sending tacos overseas. Um, we work with a phenomenal organization called Feed My Starving Children, and they put together their uh, rice-based meals, they have uh, all the ingredients in it that if that was the only meal a child was to receive for that day, it would give them all the vitamins and minerals and nutrients to sustain them for the day. So what we do is we, you know, sell the tacos, collect the money, and then we send them a check every month from each store that provides these meals. And they work in over 70 countries around the world, and they're doing just phenomenal things. They're a great organization, one that we really put a lot of trust in, and uh, you know that your your money and your investment in them is being used in a, a meaningful way and impacting a lot of a lot of lives in a positive way. That's awesome. I you know so I think everybody is probably cheering you on, and I'm wondering where you're seeing the brand grow and how much over the next say I don't know two to four years. You know, we're still in that, uh, we kind of call it the, I guess, toddler phase. You know, we're, we're trying to learn to walk a little bit, you know, and we've, we've opened, you know, several stores in the past few years. We're still learning as we go. But in the next few years, it'll be, we'll probably add five or ten stores. We're still going to take it fairly slow. We want to get the foundation right. And one of the areas we're really investing in is we just launched a new loyalty program last month. And the, besides all the normal loyalty stuff that loyalty programs do, the, the best part about it is our guests can actually track how many meals that they've raised through their purchases with us. So if you come in and eat with us, you can see your meal count, your personal meal count growing. You get to see the store's meal count, the company meal count grow on digital boards in the stores, but now we're allowing our guests to track that. And so that's an area that we're really investing in over the next two years is really getting that information into our customers' hands and 
really uh, continue to tell them that story of like, hey, there is this huge need, like you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, 6,200 children are going to die today from starvation, but you are doing something about that. And we believe that number can become zero. So that's, uh, that's really what's got us excited right now is continuing to really arm our guests with the, uh, the knowledge that they're making a difference. I'm I'm wondering, and uh, you said you you're in the toddler phase, but even in the toddler fla- phase, you've you've learned some things, and I guess at this point, if you were going to offer a piece of advice to others interested in in doing something like this and building a brand that revolves around a nonprofit mission, what might you say? Well, first off, I'd say everybody should do it. I it absolutely is the best part of our business. It's what motivates us. All of our decision-making comes back to this question, you know, what can feed the most children? And so when you have that that anchor there that really kind of guides your decision-making and it, it translates out of just the, you know, the room with the executive team all the way down to each individual in the restaurant. So I would highly encourage if, if someone's thinking about, you know, incorporating some form of, uh, you know, mission into their business, I would, I would say do it. You got to do it. Don't wait. Don't overcomplicate it. It can be very, very simple to do. And, uh, you know, the other side of it is, is I would just say keep it as simple as possible. Keep it as simple as possible and know that, hey, this is an added benefit for the guest. At the end of the day, your guest or your customer, the person that you're working with, they want the product to be really good. They want the service to meet a need that they have. And this is like that added benefit at the end of the, the transaction or in that relationship. So, uh, you know, that, that question comes up a lot to us of like, well, let me just do something with a great mission and hope that it all works. No, no, no. The business has got to be good. We're a for-profit business and, you know, the, the product has to be great. So the, the better that we, we talk about this every day with our team, the better the food is, the better the service is, the more kids that we get to feed. And it, and it works in that, that way. It's dependent on us. You know, the, the way we serve is dependent on us feeding more children. Wonderful. Now, I didn't even ask you, what is the, what background do you and Austin Ashton bring to, I mean, well, what's well, your not, background professionally? Yeah, not much. Uh, Ashton, <laughs> she was teaching school. Uh, she was teaching first graders in, in Los Angeles. And, uh, and I was working in commercial real estate out there at the time when, when all this kind of started coming up. And we're both from Arkansas and we moved back to Arkansas and, and got this going, but uh, really not a lot, uh, not a lot to it. Uh, <laughs> we didn't bring a lot to the table, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So we, we've experimented along, a lot along the way with the pizza restaurant. We actually bought our first pizza, pizza oven and set it up in my parents' basement, uh, which we also moved into while we were starting the restaurant. So it's just <laughs> been, uh, Shelly, it's been one big experiment after another, but it's been a lot of fun. I think your primary qualification is bravery. <laughs> well, some might say stupidity, but we'll we'll take bravery. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and we'll be watching you grow. Well, thank you, Shelly.